Hey guys, and welcome. It is one of the best times of year. It is shark season, guys. It's shark season. There are sharks on TV this week, so we are celebrating by talking about our fantasy sharks. This is the NFL episode. We're hosting one for NFL, for college football, for hockey, all of our major sports outlets. This is shark season. I'm Bob. This is ID Sports. We're going to need a bigger boat. There's another copyright strike. Okay. First shark. Let's set this out here. The Mako shark. One of my favorites. The shortfin Mako lives in the open ocean and can grow to be about 12 feet. This shark is known as one of the fastest in the ocean, regularly reaching speeds of 35 miles per hour and topping out around 45. Here we are looking for a fantasy shark who has impressive speed, who has that get up and go, that quickness. Mark your first. Yeah, I kind of wanted to go a little bit off the beaten path and think of someone who you don't necessarily immediately think is being a speedster. And I'm actually going to go with the wide receiver from the Cincinnati Bengals, John Ross. Now, I understand that he's been as disappointing as disappointing can get on the actual field of play itself, but he actually clocked in an amazing 4.2240 in the combine he is a fast fast man and you could actually see that translate onto the field he burns defenders the only downside is he doesn't have a set of hands he doesn't, along with that he doesn't catch footballs <laughs> <laughs> those feet are fast it, it, hands are not <laughs> you could say oh, he won't be taking a bite out of any fantasy points anytime oh, soon no. the puns <laughs> have started is the he punch has the, the wide receiver four on that team now? I sure. say that I, I say I, I say he'll start out as the three, but then T. Higgins he'll he'll quickly yeah. become the number one. Absolutely. Now, when I think speed, I think one man and one man only. That is Matt Breida of the Miami Dolphins. Now, new team. Who this? Miami Dolphins. I guess that kind of plays into the underwater thing going on here. But Matt Breida was clocked as the fastest player over the past two seasons. He can get up to 22.3 miles per hour. That is impressive. He makes a perfect change of pace back for Jordan Howard there. They look at a little thunder and lightning going on. And uh, I think he's going to have plenty of passes thrown his way with Ryan Fitzpatrick under center. I really like Matt Breed this season, and he is my Mako Shark pick. Over to you, Steve. Um, I was going to go conventional Tyree Kill, but he's already nicknamed the Cheetah. So I was thinking, who is a fish out of water that we can think of to to compliment this? And I and I wish that he hadn't opted out because I would have loved to have seen Marquise Goodwin playing for the Eagles. The man literally has Olympic levels of speed, and Wentz has one of the best deep balls in the NFL. I guess we'll just have to wait to next year to see how this connection will work out. So a really hilarious story and why I absolutely love that you end up going Marquise Goodwin for this pick is the original shark, whatever season that we're going with, uh, that was that we very your original, yeah. my original pick for the Mako shark three years ago when the hype was finally starting to build for Marquise Goodwin <laughs> was Marquise Goodwin. And that, it just it, that, that's a career that I feel like has never really come to fruition, yeah, it, right? I think that that's one of the most amazing parts about this is the fact that we are still looking at the potential of his speed. <laughs> it is not flushed out 
at all in the past three seasons. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't know if he's going to play ball or not. And I know he's on the exempt list now, but it's happened before with baseball with some of these players are opting out. And then after a couple of days, they see it really is safe and they make a go. I don't know what NFL is, but we need to look into that because I think some of these players who are opting out early, if things change and things will change, we'll, we'll see if, if their playtime changes. But we have another shark that I want to talk about. And that is the bull shark. You can work graphic. There you go. Yeah. There you go, bull shark. Okay. Large, aggressive sharks. They live in fresh, salt, brackish waters. They don't care. They're responsible for a majority of shark attacks on people around the world. And in this category, we want a bull market shark. Guy whose stock's going up very quickly. And I'm going to start out here because it is Clyde Edwards Hilaire, CEH himself, running back from the Kansas City Chiefs. He was drafted to one of the best situations in all of football in the 2020 draft. Getting an Andy Reid uh, running back, that, that is what you want when you're a system in the NFL. Um, every player just, just absolutely dreams of playing for Andy Reid and being the guy. He will have that chance. He will make a lot of money and have a full career. The only problem is it was going to take him a couple of weeks to supplant Damian Williams, who had a lock on that starting job in KC. Now, well, now Damian Williams is opting out, and it is all Clyde Edwards Hilaire's backfield. He should easily be the guy. He's going 30th in NFL drafts. He will not be. I assure you, he will not he, be going 30th. He should drafts. be in the top 10 consideration. He, he's going to be going in the first round. I guarantee mm -hmm. it. Oh, yeah. And that is uh, my bull market shark. 2020. Can I get a bull market booyah? Booyah. <laughs> he has no idea what's going on. That's completely fine. But he is up next with his bull shark pick. I mean, there. I, I, you took my pick of Clyde Edwards Hilaire, um, especially. Um, so I had to. I had to really think about it, and I had to go through a whole bunch of players to be like, whose stock was down, but now just all of a sudden went up. And surprisingly enough, would you have believed that earlier in the off season, Todd Gurley was a ninth round pick? I absolutely can believe that. Well, I can believe that because of how. Don't well, now, yeah. Well, he is now um, as high as the fourth round. I've seen him going. I, I've done some mock drafts, and I've seen him going even in the third round. So I am choosing Todd Gurley, and you know we we talked about this several times, Bob, in our shows. You know the Falcons they signed the former superstar and they fully committed him by not drafting a younger back behind him. So you Plus, know they don't have some crazy deal. He's getting paid earthly money nowadays, mm -hmm. and they have no reason not to just run his wheels off. Like, if you're a Todd Gurley owner, you should be more confident than ever that he's going to have more touches <laughs> than any point in his career, because just use him. He's And it's he's funny that you say use. that. It's funny that you say that, because I looked at I looked at his strength of schedule. Todd Gurley has the third easiest strength of schedule for running backs in 2020, so I will be eyeing him down, and I will be hunting down Todd Gurley for some points. On a terrible team, but a, an offense that can pop at points. I think he's going to be very valuable. Great pick. Mark, who do we have for our bull market shark? Yeah, my bull market shark. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, the sophomore running back out of the Las Vegas Raiders, Josh Jacobs. I mean, Love he's it. a player that that last year, last year you actually got a value with where you were drafting him. And I think that he's only going to be taking yet an additional step forward. He's 
actually I've been seeing him in mock drafts going in the first round. And mm-hmm. I think it's believable that he should be going there. I think yeah. he's got the talent and the position and the capability of being able to do it. Uh, I'm actually a huge fan of Josh Jacobs this year. I'm always a big fan of Josh Jacobs. And I only think that he's going to advance that offense more so than anyone else on that team. We love everyone on Las Vegas Raiders offense, and it's kind of hard to be like, they're they're not a prolific offense in 2020. I, I, just, I, I do not love Der- Derek Carr. Well, I do. He looks like a nice guy. He's a nice I love man. Derek Carr, too. I, I'll, I'll have a beer with him. I'm not looking to... to well, he'd, ra- he'd rather sit next to you in church. So, uh, sure Hey, Mark, go, go, go back and watch the AFC West video that me and Bob did. I dropped some really nice stats about when Derek Carr had legitimate deep threats. Uh, I have no doubt of that. He's, I just think it'll take about half a season to be able to get those uh, legitimate <laughs> deep threats up and running. That's true. I want to talk about a new shark, and that is the Great White Shark. Great White Sharks are some of the biggest and deadliest oceanic apex predators they hunt by waiting 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 then from the bottom from the depths snap up themselves some baby seals that's how they do it they're the sharks that you see getting airtime on the shark week specials and for this category we want to find a shark who's lurking waiting for an opportunity and when that opportunity shows its face it's you're gonna see some uh, seal hang time. See some seal hang time. Uh, let's go reverse order. Let's go Steve this time. Who do you got? Who is your great white shark waiting, waiting, waiting? And, and you know the thing is, is he's actually not buried in death charts. He's buried in ADP. And I, this is a player that I've been hyping lately, and I am going with Ronald Jones Jr. In many of the industry drafts, the fantasy football cognoscenti has Keyshawn Vaughn going before Ronald Jones. And both no, backs are in, the, are in the 30s in ADP. However, I believe that Arians is being truthful in saying that this is Ronald Jones's job. And as of right now, he is going to be the first and second down running back. However, if off-season rumors are true and Jones has been working on improving his receiving skills, this could be monumental for fantasy purposes because Jones was already a very efficient running back last year in a committee situation. But you give him a full workload in a Tom Brady, Bruce Arians offense, and you could be looking at a top 15 back. I love it. I love it. Mark, over to you. Who is your great white shark waiting in the depths? So my great white shark is somebody that there's not many people in the NFL that are actually larger than. So that nice, great big shark. And that's Mo Alley Cox, tight end for the Indianapolis Colts. I figured I had to say that because there aren't tons of people out there that aren't. Who, who, know, who, know, who, Mo Alley Cox who know who Mo Alley Cox is. It sounds like the worst law firm ever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, can he be the new law firm? He, he is like the law firm you go to when you know you're doing time. <laughs> but one of the things about Mo Alley Cox is every time that I've ever seen him play, whether it be in a NFL game, a preseason game, he's literally head and shoulders yeah. above linemen. He's that big of a human being. Oh, yeah. And when you have somebody who has that much size and he actually has pretty sure hands, I can only imagine him being a red zone threat 
And the Indianapolis Colts are the type of team that will run multiple tight end sets, especially down the goal line. And I would not be surprised. I think they were number two the last three seasons. I think only the Eagles run more two tight end sets now. And when you say waiting for the opportunity, or like you think he can be that guy, I really love that pick because he's not there. He's, he's buried on the depth chart. That, that he is. Uh, Jack, Jack Doyle uh, has been the stalwart there. He's also proven that he can go down with injury as well as there are times he could be ineffective. He's not the guy. He, he's not the guy. He's like he's like a trusty old dog. Like we know what Jack Doyle is in his career, and that's not always a bad thing. I really like Jack Doyle yeah. for a lot of those qualities, but he's not a superstar by any stretch of the imagination as far as catching the ball is going to go. Um, he, I'd also like to point out Trey Burton is there now, and Xavier Grimble, who's someone that we haven't heard too too much from. That Colts roster is stacked for tight end, but if something were to happen, if Jack Doyle or Trey Burton, who both missed games in the last couple seasons Moali Cox I I also don't think it's going to take all that much as well on that side too because like I said a a person of that size down at the goal line just demands targets if they use him the correct way so I can definitely see a path for him to be able to be that person right down there and dominating if he's given the opportunity if only the Colts traded for a quarterback who liked to throw to tight ends what Good news for Rivers. Okay, my next one is going undrafted. This is my great white shark. He's waiting for opportunity, and that opportunity is starting to present itself. It's starting to rear its ugly head. And my great white shark was a player people were very high on last year, and that is Eagles wide receiver J.J. Ortega-Whiteside. I know what you're saying, but hear me out. Last year was his rookie season. Most wide receivers don't do it in year one. Now, you might say there are more uh, more mouths to feed here, and, and the wide receiver room is pretty busy. Jalen Rager was the first-round pick in 2020. A lot of uh, news and notes on him coming out. But we shouldn't forget, J.J. Ortega Whiteside was just a second-round pick a year ago, one of the best wide receivers to come out of that draft class. The wide receiver core has changed a lot this offseason to Sean Jackson with his homecoming and the addition of Marquise Goodwin. Well, now Marquise Goodwin is sitting out the 2020 season, which leaves, guess what? I think Whiteside's moving up the depth chart. Now we look a little closer. Alshon Jeffrey had that list Frank injury surgery following the 2020 season. If it wasn't for the $15 million cap hit, I would argue that Jeffrey, who lost a step and looked terrible last year, just mm-hmm. did not look himself, could not run routes, could not do anything a football player should be able to do. He'd be on the roster bubble if it wasn't for a $15 million cap hit. If he's not ready, he's going to be on the bench. He's going to be playing very much. And that leaves the space. That leaves the space there for J.J. Ortega-Whiteside to take a sophomore year jump. Coach Doug Peterson said Rager was going to be learning, um, I believe, the Y position. Uh, sorry, the Z with Sean Jackson, which leaves the exposition up to Arthago Whiteside. I'll Sean Jeffrey. This season is going to be the story for Arthago Whiteside. He is my great white shark pick. And I mean, when you're sitting there in the Philadelphia wide receiver room, everyone's going to get injured anyway. So it really should be. Exactly. <laughs> the hammerhead sharks are great hunters known for their unusual head shape, which allows them special sensory organs that help locate food. They're skilled hunters, but they look a little different. Here we're looking for. A great shark who may not look good, but gets the job done. Steve, let's shoot over to you. 
So as the hammerhead, I'm thinking Leonard Fournette. In reality, Fournette may not look like the prettiest football player. For fantasy, however, Fournette has always seemed to produce. And it and this past year, it wasn't always on the ground. Fournette had 76 receptions in 2019, which in PPR and half PPR, it um is really good to go with his eleven hundred rushing yards and i don't believe the narrative that chris thompson is going to will be sniping targets from fournette this dude is a three down back and while i may not personally necessarily like the guy i can respect what he does and in, while it doesn't always look pretty as long as he produces i'd actually consider adding him to my fantasy squad i think that's a great choice chris thompson is a gadget player and he does that very well but it's not going to be enough for me to, to eat into any work Fournette was going to do. I'd like to point out a stat I love to throw out there all the time. Fournette was the only player, Fournette of the Jacksonville Jaguars, was the only player to have 100% of his team's carries inside the five-yard line last season. There's a reason for that. They didn't have anybody else. <laughs> well, well, no, actually... They, they do, but most of the inside the five work that gets stolen is either a fullback or a quarterback and not another running back. So like you would have Zeke would obviously have all of them. Well, no, because he has a quarterback who likes to run the ball in himself. You don't have that with the Jacksonville Jaguars, and he's going to have opportunity to score. He's going to have the opportunity to put that ball in the end zone, and I always love some Fournette. And he is very unpopular right now. People just, yeah. just don't oh, like yeah. him. I think he I think his ADP is what like the 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 fifth or sixth round, right? Yeah. It's going to be down there. Okay, Mark, you are up next. Yeah, so I'm actually going to have a, a little bit of a discrepancy with Steve on this one because you may have thought that this man was a great white shark, but I disagree. I think he's actually a hammerhead. That's Ronald Jones Jr. Ronald Jones the second. <laughs> You want to talk about this might be the first fantasy show that actually highlights Ronald Jones twice in one show. (laughs) There's a reason for that. However, it feels really gross. He doesn't look good when he's running the ball. He has terrible, terrible yard per rush average, but he is the starting running back for what could be a very good offense and a a very good overall offense with a Tom Brady-led Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And right now, he's going in the sixth round, and that's insane to have a starting running yeah. back for what should be a good offense going in the sixth round. And even as bad as he was last season, and as bad as he looked rushing that ball, he still finishes the RB25. Yep. Granted, you want someone in those top that top 24. You want that RB2. But that still means that he was a serviceable play. The hard issue with him last year was that it came in spurts. You couldn't guess what game it was going to be. Well, I think that's actually going to I think that's going to get shored up a little bit now with a more stable quarterback. You you will have exponentially less games where the rushing game is completely written out. They should be in more games from the jump, which should give him exponentially more work. So Mm -hmm. for where he's going, he's somewhere around the running back. 34, 35 getting picked off the board right now. That's insane to me. Very, very good value. Tom Brady is going to be the CEO of handing off deflated balls in 2020. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> we got to move on. My Hammerhead Shark pick. This is a player who will help your fantasy squad, give you the day-to-day, the week-to-week solidity you need, and he's not a sexy pick. That Hammerhead Shark is going to be Allen Robinson, wide receiver from the Chicago Bears. Currently going third round, 10th pick in half PPR drafts. 98 receptions last year for 1,147 yards and seven touchdowns ended him at the wide receiver 11. In 2020, Robinson's situation will only get better. We have a quarterback battle with Nick Foles and Mitch Trubitsky. We, you can go and find out how I what I think about that in a previous episode, but for sure, quarterback situation is getting better next year. Bears were bad in 2020, and Robinson still produced. People aren't talking about him because he's not that sexy, new, shiny object. But guess what? I am taking Allen Robinson at 310 anywhere I can get my hands on him. He's got the goods. My hammerhead shark pick. I said not pretty when they do it, but those hammerheads take care of business. (laughs) Get in the what do hammerheads eat? Octopus and stuff? Fish? I mean, (laughs) seems like the the logical choice. Oh boy. Okay. <laughs> we are done. It is shark season. We have specials coming up this week on NFL, MLS, NHL, something else. Oh, college football. So we guys hope you celebrate with us. Catch your uh, sharks every day on television. Come join us. And we're, we're talking about fantasy. We're being dorks. Does anyone have any uh, parting thoughts for the day? I guess not, guys. Thank you for watching uh, 80 Sports.